Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an actual meteor master. He's a staff scientist and cosmochemist at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. His book, Impact, How Rocks from Space Led to Life, Culture, and Donkey Kong, discusses the impact meteorites have made on the Earth. We welcome Greg Brenica. Hi, thanks. Uh, nice to be here. Greg, let's go beyond the mic. Meteorites have changed the Earth in big ways, from killing the dinosaurs to delivering complex organic molecules that allow life to thrive. Where did you find your first meteorite? Uh, what? Does eBay count? <laughs> that counts. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty tough to find. Uh, you know, luckily, we've got some, some kind of professionals that do this for a living. Uh, and, and a lot of museums, uh, obviously, you know, kind of house these things. So I've, I've never actually found a meteorite myself uh, outside of, you know, in a museum or on eBay. So I won't, I won't claim to, uh, to be one of these professionals that goes and finds meteorites. How did discovering meteorites put you on a path to where you are today? Um, I, I kind of grew up, uh, loving the outdoors and became a geologist. Uh, so my undergraduate education was in geology in the Midwest. Uh, and I went to graduate school and, and, you know, took a class in meteorites and just kind of realized how cool they were, uh, what they could tell us about, you know, the evolution of, of the solar system and its formation. And that's just kind of how I got into it. Uh, I just thought they were really interesting objects and they're very unique rocks. So I decided to go that path. The double asteroid redirection test, otherwise shortened as DART, is a NASA mission mm-hmm. to redirect an asteroid if it's heading toward Earth. Now, by changing the cosmic pinball game that's going on with asteroids, could pushing one away cause a pinball reaction in the cosmos where a bigger one is sent our way? I mean, you know, I guess theoretically, but space is so grand. Uh, I think the chances of that happening are pretty, pretty slight. Uh, I think, I think if we see one coming our way, we should probably move it uh, and, and just, you know, play the chances. <laughs> this book takes a complex topic and puts it into easy terms. So, What's in a meteorite? Uh, you know, meteorites are very diverse. So some meteorites, you know, represent like the cores of planets. So they're, they're basically pure iron and nickel, but would be in the core of, of Earth. Uh, and some meteorites uh, are, are chunks of the outer solar system that formed, you know, with a lot of ice uh, and, and actually a lot of organic molecules. Um, so these things, things kind of develop in, in outer space and they are collected in these meteorites and then they're, they're brought to Earth. So, you know, they, they contain, you know, a lot of stuff that, that a lot of people don't even realize are in meteorites, uh, which is, which I found to be really fascinating when I started learning that, you know, you've got amino acids and, and nucleotides, like part of our DNA are contained in, in meteorites. Uh, so, and the fact that they've never melted uh, means that they can be delivered to earth in this really pristine form. So as you look at a slice of a meteorite, what discoveries have you been able to make at this snapshot of the cosmos? Well, I think for, for me, um, the type of research that I do and, and kind of my research group, we look at kind of how the sun formed and, and how long it took, how planets form and how long that takes. Um, so looking at the timescales of, of kind of stellar formation and, and planetary formation, to me, is really interesting uh, to just know how quickly this stuff happens and, and the process that goes through uh, to actually form a, a star or a planet. And, and we're lucky enough to, to kind of be able to determine this information by looking at meteorites. Now, NASA's latest mission, the new James Webb Telescope, is going to change your work in what way? Yeah, that's such a cool, cool thing. I'm really looking forward to, uh, to all the data from that. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because James Webb can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are really excited about its capability to look at exoplanets. 
uh, and kind of how other planetary systems, so beyond our, our solar system, uh, you know, what their atmospheres are like, what their uh, ability to harbor life is. Um, you know, so, so that doesn't really directly apply to what we study in meteorites, uh, but it's just such a fascinating topic that I'll just, I'll just take the easy answer and say, looking at uh, exoplanets and, and if they can harbor life. It's time for the Rocky Nate, eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind, there is no pressure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best place to find a meteorite. Uh, Antarctica. How about your favorite constellation to look through a telescope? Uh, uh, Orion. Least favorite Mario Kart <laughs> character, since we all know you choose Donkey or Diddy Kong for the banana throwing. Uh, I do. I choose Diddy Kong. Uh, but I would say probably the plant. Um, yeah, I hate the plant. I don't know why, but I just never liked the plant. <laughs> Teacher whose class you slept through growing up? Uh, probably history, actually, which is funny because a lot of this book is about history. <laughs> That's a shock. You've been cited in over 2,200 articles in various science subjects. What's your secret hobby? Uh, secret, uh, it's not a secret, I guess. Sports. I love sports. I play sports uh, with all my friends, and I love What it. sport do you play? Uh, all of them but swimming. Uh, soccer, basketball, softball, love them all. Golf, tennis. Time to ask the question that might get you in trouble. Is Pluto a planet? Uh, no, Pluto's not a planet. I, uh, I know people get upset, but I'm just going to, I'm in camp. No, no planet. It doesn't fit. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's a nice object. It's not a planet. Wow. <laughs> I know. I just, you know, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't make anybody mad there, but I, <laughs> why is that so polarizing? I have no idea. I have no idea. And I don't really care. I just thought I'd take a hard stance for no reason at all. How about your favorite wine from the Livermore Valley? Uh, probably Wenty. Uh, Wenty's probably my favorite, uh, favorite one. I've got a friend that works there, and I, I uh, really enjoy the, the, the wine. What is your least favorite meteor movie? Um, oh, man. Uh, Deep Impact, maybe? If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for one big question with Greg Brennica, author of Impact, How Rocks from Space Led to Life, Culture, and Donkey Kong Beyond the Mic. Greg, what will be the next big discovery you expect in the next 10 years in your field? Um, I would say... The source of water on Earth. I think we're getting real close to uh, where all of our water came from. And I think that's what's uh, going to be a, a big discovery in the next few years. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with that one. With water being such a necessary resource, will the search for it have to go to other planets? Okay, <laughs> probably not for our own needs. Uh, there's still a lot of water out there. We just need to have to desalinate it probably on Earth. Uh, for other planets, uh you know, we probably need water to exist to have life in any form that we're familiar with. Um, so I think it's pretty important. With 300 meteorites from Mars, what will be the next big discovery from there? Wow. Um, you know, it may not be in, in the form from meteorites. Uh, I'll be honest. Even as a meteorite guy, I'm guessing um, the, the, the missions that are in Mars right now and maybe the samples that are brought back uh, that are being targeted 
we'll look at kind of habitability of, of early Mars. And my guess it'll have something to do with what the early Mars uh, environments were like and, and the possibility of life there. Where's your favorite place in Tempe? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, I would say the intramural fields, uh, you know, to get back to the sports thing. Uh, you know, I had a, had a great time playing sports with my friends in, in uh, graduate school. Were you an intramural champion? Uh, yeah, we were a couple times. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, dodgeball, uh, to be an odd one, we, I think we, uh, we won the, the softball and, and flag football one year. He thought, don't look up, was funny, but didn't like Deep Impact. He slept through his history class, but he's sorry. His book, Impact, How Rocks from Space Led to Life, Culture, and Donkey Kong, is out now. Our thanks to Greg Brennica for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks a lot, Sean. It was fun. And now, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. <laughs> 